Act Three of Alice in Wonderland by Alice Gernstenberg. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One is a garden of high, very conventional and artificial-looking flowers. On a large mushroom sits the caterpillar smoking a hookah. Alice is whirling about, trying to get her equilibrium after her fall. She goes to the mushroom timidly and, conscious of her size, for her chin reaches the top of the mushroom, she gazes at the caterpillar wonderingly. He looks at her lazily and speaks in a languid voice. Who are you? I, I hardly know, sir, just at present. The queen frightened me so, and I've had an awfully funny fall down a tunnel, or a sort of well. At least I know who I was when I got up this morning. But I think I must have been changed several times since then. What do you mean by that? Explain yourself. I can't explain myself, I'm afraid, sir. Because I'm not myself, you see. Being so many different sizes in a day is very confusing. You? Who are you? I think you ought to tell me who you are first. Why? As Alice turns away. Come back. I've something important to say. Alice comes back. Keep your temper. Is that all? No. He puffs at the hookah in silence, finally takes it out of his mouth and unfolds his arms. So you think you were changed, do you? I'm afraid I am, sir. I don't keep the same size. What size do you want to be? I don't know. At least I've never been so small as a caterpillar. The caterpillar rears angrily. It is a very good height indeed. But I'm not used to it. I wish you wouldn't all be so easily offended. You get used to it in time. Are you too big? Or am I too small? She compares her height wonderingly with the tall flowers. The caterpillar looks at her sleepily, yawns, shakes himself, slides down from the mushroom, and crawls slowly away. One side will make you grow taller, and the other side will make you grow shorter. One side of what? The other side of what? Of the mushroom. Alice hesitates, then embraces mushroom and picks bit from each side. Three gardeners representing spades enter carrying brushes and red paint cans. Look out now, Five. Don't go splashing paint over me like that. I couldn't help it. Seven jogged my elbow. That's right, Five. Always lay the blame on others. You better not talk. I heard the Queen say only yesterday you deserve to be beheaded. What for? That's none of your business, too. Yes, it is his business, and I'll tell him. It was for bringing the cooked tulip roots instead of onions. Well, of all the unjust things sees Alice. Others look around, all bow. 
could you please tell me what side to eat five and seven look at two i don't know anything about it he paints a white rose red you ought to have been red we put you in by mistake and if the queen was to find it out we should all have our heads cut off a thumping is heard off stage and the music grows louder and louder what's that the white chess queen don't let her see what we are doing she'll tell on us run out and stop her from coming here five spot says to alice as she runs to the right no no the other way but she's off there you can only meet her by walking the other way oh what nonsense go, go the, the other, other way, way. alice re-enters in dismay and dashes out to the left she's running away from me the white queen backs in from right and alice backs in from left they meet the gardeners cry the queen and throw themselves flat upon the ground their backs are like the backs of the rest of the pack music stops alice looks at the queen curiously oh there you are why i'm just the size i was when i saw you last of course you are and who are these i can't tell them by their backs she turns them over with her foot turn over ah i thought so get up what have you been doing here may it please your majesty we were trying the white queen examines rose i see be gone or i'll send the horses after you and tell the queen of hearts gardeners rush off the red queen enters alice has gone to the mushroom again to look at the sides and there to her amazement finds a gold crown and sceptre which she immediately appropriates music the queens watch alice superciliously alice puts on her crown proudly exclaiming in great elation queen alice and walks down stage bowing right and left to the homage of her imaginary subjects she repeats as if scarcely daring to believe it true queen alice music stops ridiculous is this the eighth square you can't be a queen you know till you've passed the proper examination the sooner we begin it the better please would you tell me speak when you're spoken to but if everybody obeyed that rule and if you only spoke when you were spoken to and the other person always waited for you to begin you see nobody would ever say anything so that preposterous i only said if she says she only said if the white queen moans and wrings her hands oh but she said a great deal more than that ah oh, yes so much more than that so you did you know always speak the truth think before you speak and write it down afterwards i'm sure i didn't mean that's just what i complained of you should have meant what do you suppose is the use of a child without any meaning even a joke should have some meaning and a child's more important than a joke i hope you couldn't deny that even if you tried with both hands i don't deny things with my hands nobody said you did i said you couldn't if you tried 
She's in that state of mind that she wants to deny something, only she doesn't know what to deny. A nasty, vicious temper. I invite you to Alice's dinner party this afternoon. And I invite you. I didn't know I was to have a party at all. But if there is to be one, I think I ought to invite the guests. We gave you the opportunity of doing it, but I dare say you've not had many lessons in manners yet. Manners are not taught in lessons. Lessons teach you to do sums and things of that sort. Can you do addition? What's one and 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 one? I don't know. I lost count. She can't do addition. Can you do subtraction? Take nine from eight. Nine from eight I can't, you know, but she can't do subtraction. Can you do division? Divide a loaf by a knife, what's the answer to that? I suppose the Red Queen answers for her. Bread and butter, of course. Try another subtraction sum. Take a bone from a dog, what remains? The bone wouldn't remain, of course, if I took it, and the dog wouldn't remain, it would come to bite me, and I'm sure I shouldn't remain. Then you think nothing would remain? I think that's the answer. Wrong as usual, the dog's temper would remain. But I don't see how. Why, look here. The dog would lose its temper, wouldn't it? Perhaps it would. Then if the dog went away, its temper would remain. They might go different ways. What dreadful nonsense we are talking. She, she can't, can't do, do sums a bit. bit. Can you do sums? I can do addition, if you give me time. But I can't do subtraction under any circumstances. Of course you know your ABC. To be sure I do. So do I. We'll often say it over together, dear. And I'll tell you a secret. I can read words of one letter. Isn't that grand? However, don't be discouraged. You'll come to it in time. Can you answer useful questions? How is bread made? I know that. You take some flour. Where do you pick the flour? In a garden or in the hedges? Well, it isn't picked at all. It's ground. How many acres of ground? You mustn't leave out so many things. Fan her head. She'll be feverish after so much thinking. They fan her with bunches of leaves which blow her hair wildly. Please, please. She's all right again now. Do you know languages? What's the French for fiddle-dee-dee? Fiddle-dee-dee's not English. Whoever said it was? If you tell me what language fiddle-dee-dee is, I'll tell you the French for it. Queens never make bargains. I wish queens never asked questions. Don't let us quarrel. What is the cause of lightning? The cause of lightning is the thunder. No, no, I meant the other way. It's too late to correct it. When you've once said a thing, that fixes it, and you must take the consequences. We had such a thunderstorm next Tuesday, you can't think. She never could, you know. Part of the roof came off, and ever so much thunder got in, and it went rolling round the room in great lumps, and knocking over the tables and things, till I was so frightened I couldn't remember my own name. 
i never should try to remember my name in the middle of an accident where would be the use of it you must excuse her she means well but she can't help saying foolish things as a general rule she never was really well brought up but it's amazing how good-tempered she is pat her on the head and see how pleased she'll be a little kindness in putting her hair in papers would do wonders with her the white queen gives a deep sigh and leans her head on alice's shoulder <sighs> i am so sleepy she's tired poor thing smooth her hair lend her your nightcap and sing her a soothing lullaby i haven't got a nightcap with me and i don't know any soothing lullabies i must do it myself then hush a lady in alice's lap till the feast's ready we've time for a nap when the feast's over we'll go to the ball red queen and white queen and alice and all and now you know the words she puts her head on alice's other shoulder just sing it through to me i'm getting sleepy too both queens fall fast asleep and snore loudly what am i to do take care of two queens asleep at once do wake up you heavy things all lights go out leaving a mysterious glow on alice and the queens the white rabbit blows trumpet off stage the trial's beginning what trial is it who stole the tarts i ate a tart you've got to be tried i don't want to be tried you've got to be tried i won't be tried i won't i won't scene two is a courtroom suggesting playing cards the jurymen are all kinds of creatures the king and queen of hearts are seated on the throne the knave is before them in chains the white rabbit has a trumpet in one hand and a scroll of parchment in the other in the middle of the court stands a table with a large dish of tarts upon it the white rabbit blows three blasts on his trumpet Ba-dum! 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 silence in the court Alice watches jurymen writing busily on their slates. What are they doing? They can't have anything to put down yet, before the trial's begun. They're putting down their names for fear they should forget them before the end of the trial. Stupid things. Silence in the court! The jurors write in chorus. Stupid, stupid things. things! How do you spell stupid? A nice muddle their slates will be in before the trial's over. There's a pencil squeaking. Cut it down. The jurors in chorus as they write. Squeaking. The king wears a crown over his wig, puts on his spectacles as he says. Harold, read the accusation. The white rabbit blows three blasts on his trumpet, unrolls a parchment scroll, and reads to the music. Ba-dum! 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 The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts, all on a summer day. The Knave of Hearts, he stole those tarts, and took them quite away. Consider your verdict. 
Not yet, not yet. There's a great deal to come before that. Call the first witness. First witness! The hatter comes in with a teacup in one hand and a piece of bread and butter in the other. I beg your pardon, your majesty, for bringing these in, but I hadn't quite finished my tea when I was sent for. You ought to have finished. When did you begin? The hatter looks at the March Hare, who follows him arm in arm with the Dormouse. Fourteenth of March, I think it was... Fifteenth. Sixteenth. Write that down. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, forty-five. Reduce that to shillings. Take off your hat. It isn't mine. Stolen. Stolen. I keep them to sell. I have none of my own. I'm a hatter. The Queen of Hearts puts on her spectacles and stares at the hatter, who fidgets uncomfortably. Give your evidence, and don't be nervous, or I'll have you executed on the spot. The hatter continues to shift nervously from one foot to the other, looks uneasily at the Queen, trembles so that he shakes off both his shoes, and in his confusion bites a large piece out of his teacup instead of the bread and butter. I am a poor man, your majesty and i hadn't but just begun my tea not above a week or so and what with the bread and butter getting so thin and the twinkling of the tea the twinkling of what it began with the tea of course twinkling begins with a tea do you take me for a dunce go on i'm a poor man and most things twinkled after that only the march hare said i didn't you did i deny it he denies it leave out that part but what did the dormouse say that i can't remember you must remember or i'll have you executed the hatter drops teacup and bread and butter and goes down on one knee. I'm a poor man, your majesty. If that's all you know about it, you may stand down. I can't go no lower. I'm on the floor as it is. Then you may sit down. I'd rather finish my tea. You may go. The hatter goes out hurriedly, leaving one of his shoes behind. The queen nonchalantly says to an officer, And just take his head off outside. But the hatter was out of sight before the officer could get to the door. Call the next witness. Next witness! The duchess enters with a pepper pot, which she shakes about. Everybody begins to sneeze. March Hare sneezes and rushes out. Give your evidence. Shan't. Your Majesty must cross-examine this witness. Well, if I must, I must. What does your cook say tarts are made of? Pepper. 
The Duchess shakes the pot and the court sneezes. Treacle! The Duchess shakes the pot at him. He sneezes for the first time. Call the Dormouse! Behead the Dormouse! Turn that Dormouse out of court! Suppress him! Pinch him! Off with his whiskers! The whole court is in confusion, turning the Dormouse out. And while it is settling down again, the Duchess disappears. The Duchess! She's gone! She, she's gone! Never mind! In a low tone to the Queen. Really, my dear, you must cross-examine the next witness. It quite makes my forehead ache. <sighs> Call the next witness. The White Rabbit fumbles with the parchment, and then cries in a shrill little voice. Alice! Here! What do you know about this business? Nothing whatever. The King says to the jury. That's very important. Unimportant, your majesty means, of course. Unimportant, of course, I meant. Important, unimportant, unimportant, important. <laughs> Consider your verdict. Some of the jury write important, and some write unimportant. There's more evidence to come yet, please, your majesty. This paper has just been picked up. What's in it? The white rabbit fumbles with a huge envelope. I haven't opened it yet, but it seems to be a letter, written by the prisoner to... to somebody. It must have been that, unless it was written to nobody, which isn't usual, you know. Who is it directed to? It isn't directed at all. In fact, there's nothing written on the outside. Takes out a tiny piece of paper. It isn't a letter at all. It's a set of verses. Are they in the prisoner's handwriting? The jury brightens up. The white rabbit looks at the knave's hand. The knave hides his hand. The chains rattle. No, they're not. And that's the queerest thing about it. The jury looks puzzled. He must have imitated somebody else's hand. Please, Your Majesty, I didn't write it, and they can't prove I did. There's no name signed at the end. If you didn't sign it, that only makes the matter worse. You must have meant some mischief, or else you'd have signed your name like an honest man. At this there is a general clapping of hands. That proves his guilt. It proves nothing of the sort. Why, you don't even know what they're about. Read them. The white rabbit puts on his monocle. Where shall I begin, please, your majesty? Begin at the beginning and go on till you come to the end. Then stop. They told me you had been to her and mentioned me to him. She gave me a good character, but said I could not swim. I gave her one. They gave him two. You gave us three or more. They all returned from him to you, though they were mine before. My notion was that you had been, before she had this fit, an obstacle that came between him and ourselves and it. Don't let him know she liked him best, for this must ever be a secret. 
kept from all the rest between yourself and me that's the most important piece of evidence we've heard yet so now let the jury if any of them can explain it i'll give him sixpence i don't believe there's an atom of meaning in it she doesn't believe there's an atom of meaning in it if there's no meaning in it that saves a world of trouble you know as we needn't try to find any and yet i don't know hmm. spreads out the verses on his knee and studies them i seem to see some meaning after all said i could not swim you can't swim can you the knave shakes his head sadly and points to his suit do i look like it all right so far we know it to be true that's the jury of course i gave her one they gave him two why that must be what he did with the tart you know but it goes on they all returned from him to you the king triumphantly points to the tarts why there they are nothing can be clearer than that then again before she had this fit you never had fits my dear i think never then the words don't fit you there is dead silence while the king looks around the court with a smile it's a pun everybody laughs music let the jury consider their verdict no no sentence first verdict afterwards stuff and nonsense the queen says furiously hold your tongue i won't off with her head who cares for you cut it off you're nothing but a pack of cards as the lights go out and the curtain falls all the characters hold their positions as if petrified curtain scene three the curtain rises to show alice still asleep in the armchair the fire in the grate suffusing her with its glow wake up alice it's time for tea off stage the characters repeat their most characteristic lines off with her head consider your verdict oh my fur and whiskers the duchess sneezes the cat cries as if the characters were fading away into the pack of real playing cards which shower through the mirror all over alice there is music alice wakes rises and looks about in surprise and wonderment why it was a dream curtain end of act three by alice gerstenberg